Hello. Hello, Merlin. Hello, Dad. How are you doing today? I'm very well. I'm recording live from the show floor. Yes, that's right. A big, big day today. We're hearing a lot of very, uh, <laughs> very exciting buzz yeah. uh, coming out of, I guess, Cupertino today. So mm-hmm. it's very exciting. People, people are a buzz. Um, yeah, yeah, it should be a big day. We're hearing, um, we're hearing very strong rumors from uh, uh, Guillermo Rambo. There will be uh, Apple Watch will be available in Bondi Blue. That's going to be coming oh, uh, in Q6. Can't wait. Yeah, we're hearing very strong buzz uh, that there will be several stills shown from both of the launch day shows for uh, Apple TV Plus. And uh, and most excited, there's going to be a lottery where uh, one lucky attendant um, gets to uh, look at Eddie Q's uh, pot of gold. Nice. It's over here by the rainbow. Oh, I got me cuffs. <laughs> I don't talk in me shirt. Oh, is it cool if I crash here, man? Yeah. One, two weeks, Max. Is that cool or are you going to be a dick about it? Good morning, Dan. How are you? Pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. <laughs> Oh God, it's early. I'm sorry. I'm late. I, 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 uh, you had to make coffee. Hey, hey, yes, I did. (laughs) Was it good? I don't know. It's like, I made like a little dinky, like, listen, there's barely anything there. It's a little dinky fast coffee. Was it a pour over? (laughs) Hi, hi. I'm dinky fast coffee. Hi. Uh, yeah, that's what I do. That's what I do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I use the, uh, I use a, uh, yeah, a, what, what's it called? The clever, a clever filter, I think it's called. Clever, yeah. clever, right. clever. Sure. If I, if I keep saying it repeatedly, it'll make more sense, clever. Yeah. I guess you call it a pour over. A pour over seems like a very fancy term for just making coffee. I'm just making coffee. I make a single coffee. So, what we, my, my lady and I, uh, apart from sometimes when we would have an interregnum with a Cuisinart coffee maker, they call it a three way. Yeah, <laughs> we uh, we would we've always been doing this. We would always just call it a one hitter because right. of our background with drugs. Yes, yeah. So that's good. I made that, but no, I apologize because I, you know, I uh, it's important to me to be on time for things, and now here we are. I'm seven minutes late, like like a sucker. Um, and now and now I'm talking about it, so it's even worse. Yeah. So it's a big day, huge. Oh, it's Tuesday, Dan. It's. So it's the optimistic day mm-hmm. and, uh, you and I, I, you know, th- I feel like this is a shameful sub Rosa exchange that we almost have two to three times a year where we were kind of like, Oh yeah, record, yeah, eight thirty, uh, 30, 10 30. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be like, um, you think, uh, can we record a short one a little bit earlier so we can, uh, you know, watch the keynote and we did, we're doing that. We're going to, we're recording early today. This won't matter uh, in the midst of time, but uh, Dan and I wanted to watch the uh, the big keynote because there's so many question marks, and I'm excited to see what the Apple people talk about. There are a lot, and I'm actually pleasantly surprised that you're interested this year. Some years I'll talk to you about it, and you'll say, "Oh, I'm not watching." And this year you are watching, and it's it's I'm great. I'm meta. I'm meta interested. I think yeah. Dan. I'm meta interested. Um, I have my personal reasons. My personal reasons include. I care uh, probably too deeply what's happening uh, in the TV uh, <laughs> streaming wars. I fought with your father in the streaming wars. I don't know which character. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was supposed to be Alec Guinness, but it came off more Frank Oz. No, oh. it's... Um, hey, no. What? what in the streaming wars did I? Oh, shut up. Um, no, it was... I haven't had my dinky coffee it, yet. it sounded more to me like Bane yeah. than... than oh. 
nobody cared about me till I put on the French cuffs. <laughs> That's right. And speaking of <laughs> I'm not speaking bury MacBook. of Frank Oz, I just want to say, yeah, yeah, that love that the, guy. The new Dark Crystal series Ooh. is really good. I watched is the original. Creepy though, is it creepy and scary? I never saw the original, but pe- people said it's it's good but creepy, scary. Oh, you haven't seen the original? Okay. Um, well, I was little. You think about me. I was just a little old for that. Not a lot old, but just a little old. Let me hold on. I was more of a Doctor Detroit man by that time. Dark Crystal movie, right? And there's that age that you hit when you're a kid. We're like, that's for kids. It's not cool. I mean, I had proximity. My, uh, as you know, I'm a serial monogamist, and my uh, uh, the the woman I will blithely call my high school girlfriend. She, uh, she she's many more things than that, especially now. But uh, you know, lady I was seeing in high school, she had two younger brothers and a younger sister. So I did get exposure to stuff like uh, what Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. You know. We'd watch Star Wars on HBO at her house. I still had uh, a foot in uh, in three childhood ages, but uh, no, no, no. It's it's just a, yeah. Uh, okay, so come out like eighty five, maybe. The Dark Crystal came out in nineteen eighty two. Oh, and then there's no excuse. I totally should have seen that. I was because they have puppets, uh, you know. I was like eleven when this thing came out. Okay, and I think this I was is not the one with David Bowie. No, that's uh, Labyrinth. Legend. Okay. Or Legend is, is with Lady, Tom Lady Cruise. Lady the one with, uh, with Cameron, right? <laughs> that's, yes, that's right. Um, okay. This, this was the Dark Crystal, 1982, uh, which is, it was done by Jim Henson, Frank Oz, co-directed it, I think. Mm-hmm. And it, it's grown-up Muppets, though, right? It's grown-up Muppets, and it, I loved this as a kid. I loved this movie as a kid. And I had not really watched it ever as an adult, although I still vividly remembered scenes when I was watching it with my kids. So my kids are, uh, my, my boy is uh, almost 12, my daughter's mm-hmm. eight. And so my daughter was a little apprehensive. She said, it looks scary because, you know, the trailers of it, you've got the Skeksis, which are these sort of, they're somewhere between a bird and a an evil lizard reptile oh, type no. looking thing. And But they're they're not creepy. They're almost, I mean... They can be a little menacing, but overall they're almost, I don't want to use the word comedic, but I'm looking for a better word, but I don't have one, but they're very. Are they sort of like a, like a gremlins kind of like scary and funny? I've personally, yes, I would say yes, but the, 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 the evolved gremlins were way more frightening, I think, than the Skeksis, I think personally, but anyway, great movie that I loved at the time. And then I heard that they were redoing, they were, they were coming out with a series for Netflix for it, but that they were using puppets and practical effects for it. Yeah. And, and and I was like, wow, in 2019, something like that. And I'll tell you what, we've only started watching it. We're only like one episode in, but both of my kids love it and I love it. And it's really, really good. Does it work as episodic TV? So far, so good. I'm only in, awesome. you know a little little bit into it, but I mean, obviously, watch the f- the movie before you watch sure, this. Sure. But I recommend it. The just movie. looks like that it kind of thing. Where my my kid is so immune to, uh, you know, this has been our uh, we're just closing out our summer of uh, PG-13 movies, as I've talked about. Yeah, uh, and there's certain kinds of stuff where like it's it's all good, but like I'm not saying I let her watch Hot Fuzz, but if I did let her hot watch Hot Fuzz, uh, I was I would fast over. The, the gruesome violence, mm-hmm. but just the jump scares of something like a hot fuzz, still no bueno. And I'm right. guessing it's, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's no, no jump scares in this, but it's got, it does have, it has got some creepiness. 
You know, to me, it's not. I mean, it's creepy. Are you if, a good? Are you a good reporter on yes. this? Can you be trusted as yes. a narrator? Yes. Because I feel like your filter, your filter for so many things in life is terrific, Dan. You're uh, you're one of the great programmers, and <laughs> and I. Uh, but but do you? I mean, you showed your kid Logan. Are you a good filter for this? I don't know if I should have shown him Logan or not, but. Uh, it you happened. just take out all that throat slashing. It's a very good story. There's very, very, there's almost no violence really in this. Okay. This is not a violent film or, or TV show at all, really. I mean, there's a couple little things, but it's not, it, it's nothing major. It's not, it's creepy or dark in the sense of if you're used to watching Sesame Street or The Muppet Show, yes, it'd be yeah. creepy and dark compared to that. But if you've seen Anything that's come out in the last 10 years geared for kids, it's nowhere near as creepy. Harry Potter's way scarier than this. Oh, man. The, um, I still think about the, uh, the Dementors. That's they what I'm really, talking they're about. They're really genuinely this scary. Is, yes, it's way scarier. Yeah. If your kid can see Harry Potter or read the books. Look at, look at poor Cedric Diggory. Look what they do to that fella. I know. And then, then they, but you know, he got to be in that, those vampire werewolf sex movies. Anyway, this is not, I would not say, I mean, you know, I would, my daughter who is easily creeped out and scared of things said that this is not scary at all. And she's eight and she, I would never in a billion years let her watch an X-Men movie of any kind. Really? Okay. All right. Can I say three things relatively quickly? Go ahead. Call her. Uh, Thank you. I'm here live from the show floor. First of all, (laughs) thank God for Google. Uh, and I did think to Google this before making the joke. Uh, so I narrowly <laughs> avoided saying uh, Skeksis Skeks Midnight Runners, a joke that many, many people have made. So I didn't make that joke and dodged a bullet. Yeah. Because um, that's funny. I enjoy that band a lot. Not just the one song, although that one song is good. Do a deep dive on uh, Skeksis Midnight Runners. They're a good band. Uh, second, Muppets. It's so interesting to me that it, it, all it took was that two years. And th- this seems like a movie I could have seen. Because the thing was, I was so into the Muppet show. Me too. When I was in fifth or sixth grade, uh, was like, you know, kind of the heyday. And, but like, you know, up until I, I think 1980, probably, I was still watching the Muppet show. I, I mean, it was a very funny show. That Dude, up- I worked at Muppet Vision 3D in Disney. I love the Muppets. I'm a, I'm a Muppet nerd. What uh, part I used to be. Ish- well, what parkish area was that in? Uh, Hollywood Studios. Okay, all right. And is that part of Disney World? It is. It is uh, part of Disney World. Yes. Okay. Huh. It's not a. Yeah. Uh, see, I missed all that. Ep- Epcot was the last new Disney property I went to as a Floridian. Yeah. So I'm behind the curve. Yeah, oh, it finally, used to be called uh, MGM Studios, and they renamed it Hollywood Studios. Boy, it's complicated stuff. Yeah. And, and third, I forgot to uh, uh, start the uh, audio hijack for seven minutes. So so you'll have to use the uh, MOV file. No problem. Do you want to talk about something you like? I would love to tell you about Eero. Oh, come on, Eero. Dan, I thought everybody bought Eero. You know what? There is there is a person born yeah. every minute who has not yet every bought minute. an Eero. God, that's a really good way to look at it. I mean, there's somebody what, what? out there listening to this that doesn't have one. And you're telling me there's people, you hope they're listening, you hope they downloaded this episode of Dan's Back to Work podcast before they went to that one corner where there's just no internet for some reason. <laughs> I know. Have you ever walked to a part of your office Have or I? house and there's no internet there? I mean, my my house was built in the roaring 20s. It's nothing but broken internet spots. I bet. Bad walls. Bad walls. So that that is something that they tried to solve for many years by just taking a base station and making it 
like the, the, the signal trying to boost the signal and adding more and more antennas to it and making them bigger. And it just, <laughs> you, know, one of those, you see those gaming modems? <laughs> yes. it, it looks like a, it looks like a, like a HD Lovecraft, like started designing technology. <laughs> right, it's the Cthulhu of, uh, of <laughs> this one of has routers. 16 of the antennas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> so I am, stupid looking. I think there's a better way. And the better way yeah. is, is Eero. And what Eero, Eero. does is it, it blankets your whole home with fast, reliable Wi-Fi, so you it eliminates poor coverage, it gets rid of dead spots, you don't have buffering when you're trying to watch movies, and you'll have a consistently strong signal wherever you need it. And this is one of those things, like before we had this, whenever we would have a guest come and stay, they would always say, well, I couldn't watch anything last night. I'm like, well, why not? There is no signal up there. My kid couldn't get a signal in their room, and outside, forget it. You couldn't get anything. With the Eero, it changes all of that. They have, so the Eero sets up in like 20 seconds. It plugs into your modem <laughs> or your router box. Dan may be slightly exaggerating. I'm exaggerating 20 <laughs> seconds, but I, I said would say, like I would say 20 allow, seconds. Allow half hour to an hour okay. and be thrilled when it's 15 minutes. I like that. Set, set the expectations and, and yeah. then meet them or exceed them. And But I mean, this is as against... The thing is, you think to yourself, I've got these wireless things. Well, that's my whole problem. The last thing I want to do is deal with more wireless things. But the ear will help you. It will guide you. They're feeding you, Jack, feeding you. It's gonna, it's, it helps you so much. And then now you've got your buffeted in gorgeous 3D Wi-Fi. That's right. And the way it really that, is good, that this works. I kid, I kid we have fun with this because we've done this spot a lot. Yeah. But I love my Eero system so gosh dang much. And I, to me, it's like the no-brainer like right in the pocket for somebody who wants to nerd out without there are, there are some extremely high end Marco style things that you can get that you probably way too much firepower and configuration. And then at the other end, you've got your Apple base station. That's like barely supported anymore. Right. And in between though, you get these beacons, you add them on. It's intelligent and you can, I, I got more than I needed just because I, I need me some Wi-Fi. <laughs> I need it outside. I took out the trash this morning and I yeah. can still keep streaming. Because, because I've got one in my garage that extends the signal. It's incredible, Dan. Eero, the app, don't get me started on the app. The whole thing is such a good experience. It's really, you know what, you know, they talk about custom ownership with stuff. Yeah. It's so, it's so fun to own one of these. It's actually fun. Like if you want to be a dork like me and go in and give 37 different Wi-Fi enabled things, their own custom name and emoji. You can do that in the app. It'll show you how much bandwidth each is using right now. It will show you, hey, dog, check this out. Something new just joined your network. Oh, that's right. Your friend brought her phone over mm -hmm. and it joined the network again, right? It does It does that. It, But it also, it, it you can do speed tests right from inside of it. You can do all this. And then it'll even give you a little heads up and say, hey, buddy, you haven't been here in a while. Here's what the latest update has. And you don't have to look at it, but you can. But it's all in this one place. Rare is the app for any hardware product that is actually a delight to use on top of being a wonderful piece of hardware. It's, it's really so good. It really is. And you know, it, it, the thing that surprises me every time I do it is that there are so few companies that get every aspect of, of the experience, right? You'll have a great hardware product, but like the app you yep. use to do it sucks or vice versa, you know, and Eero really gets it. They've got a great product. They've got great software to go with it. They've got great support if you need it. 
and uh, they're they're really just a, a real fun company to work with. And they have uh, they fixed up my Wi-Fi, and they can fix up yours. And you can get it as soon as tomorrow if you go to eero.com/slash/back-to-work. E E R O eero.com/slash/back-to-work, and the code to use, of course, is back to work, and you will get free overnight shipping with your order. So, uh, I mean, you can buy this thing anywhere, but, but if you want free overnight shipping, why not take advantage of that and get it right from the source? Eero.com slash back to work code to use back to work for free overnight shipping. And thanks very much to all of you for supporting the show by going there. And, uh, thanks to them for making the show possible. Eero. Tim Benjamin. Ding. Puck, puck. Yeah. So the first thing is, yes, I'm meta-interested, Dan. I'm meta-interested. Because first of all, uh, I have not prepared this. I don't have anything prepared for today. Um, I am interested as somebody who is genuinely interested as a consumer in where stuff is going with with the streaming. And so as we've talked about a lot lately, especially Mm -hmm. last week, I'm curious to see, you know, stuff like what is going to happen with, uh, if they're going to talk about the Apple streaming service. When I say there's a lot of question marks, here's the thing. I am looking at this as somebody who is a, a, uh, a, a, uh, sometimes I, I give Apple some stick because somebody should be doing that, but, uh, someone who loves them should be doing that. But, um, but I am genuinely interested in them as a company. And the reason I say there's question marks is there's question marks on virtually everything at this point. You know, I've got an iPhone 10s. It's, it feels as, uh, as, as folks like you like to say, it feels feature complete mostly. Right, like right. it's real, it's really, it's really, really good. My kids hand me down iPhone, uh, for all of the reasons with a tween, um, the batteries, it, it's like a success. So the batteries oh, are yeah. like 83%. So there is, there is this practical ish part of me that says, well, you know, I'm a dingling who likes to buy a, a new phone every year or so. So I could hand my current phone down to her with its much better battery capacity and functionality. Mm-hmm. She doesn't need it, but, uh, so you no, know, th- there are ways in which I am personally invested in this, right? Like I, I want to know what's going on with the streaming stuff because it's, uh, it's, a, it's an engineering problem. One company changing makes other companies change. Don't doubt for a second that Apple is going to rethink or think or rethink their strategy in terms of what Disney plus has, has announced. I mean, we talked about this, right? Yeah, definitely. So, but I mean, okay, so really, but just to get that out of the way, there are question marks for me uh, personally and professionally uh, in terms of what they uh, are going to announce. But you know what? I, I'm, I'm, I'm just here with the popcorn. I popped the corn and I brought this camp chair and I'm going to sit here and go like, what are they going to trot out in what order? Maybe, I mean, I'm not generally the guy who's so interested in all the speculation stuff personally. I think it's sort of odd to become obsessed with that, to be a grown man obsessed about what a company will announce. But I am interested to watch today when they do make the announcements. I, l- I love the way you said that. question marks on every single part of this. That's right. You, I love the way that you said it. I love the way you've expressed that. I The, the longer that, I, I mean, do you remember, Merlin, there was that time uh, period for- We were always covering everything. Everything, everything. That was so much of the shows. I mean, God bless you if that's your stock and trade, but like, I, I'm happy to have left that particular part of the racket behind. But yes, all, there were all the shows, all the great shows on 5x5, five five, that was, and, and there was like a little, the four sort of tentpole shows mm-hmm. back in the day, yeah. circa 2011, were basically about the Apple ecosystem from one angle or another. And you were the, um, the, uh, the rod, you know, <laughs> that turned at the center with okay. these other co-hosts. No, but, but th- this would be, this would be the topic for potentially weeks or months. Was yeah. Talking about 
you know, the ecosystem. Yeah. Speculating. What are they going to do? And what did this thing mean? And uh, I am, I am very much over that, but I'm like you, I enjoy the reveal. I enjoy, this is the biggest mm-hmm. product for Apple and in, in it, for people in technology, the iPhone is probably, if not the biggest, one of the biggest announcements that could, you could possibly have. So I'm, I'm intrigued. I like to to see what they come out with and how they announce mm-hmm. it is as interesting as what they announce these days. Um, you know, seeing the different people that they bring up, are they nervous? Are they shaking? Can you tell <laughs> if they've, how well they've rehearsed? I, I what does yeah. their body language say? What are they mm-hmm. trying to hide? What are they trying to, to distract you with? Cause it very much is a spectacle in a lot of ways. And oh, you know, the same way that a magician you've, you've introduced me to some of the world's greatest um, magicians via you, yes, the YouTube videos that you found <laughs> and like watching how they use uh, distraction showmanship, and showmanship. I mean, yeah. it's in misdirection. It's all in there in the Apple shows too. And I, I love that. So yeah, I'm excited yeah. to see it as far as products that I want. I'm curious to see about the phone. Mm-hmm. I'm curious to see what else they announce, what new features are coming out, that type of thing. And, but for me, I still kind of have my fingers crossed that we might get a, um, I don't think we're going to see it, but we might get that uh, more information about the 16 rumored 16 inch MacBook pro. Um, I, I, cause I'll definitely, if that's affordable, I'd like to get that. That would be a wonderful yes. upgrade for me. Um, but I'm just curious. I'm just here for here for the ride like you. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I don't want to, there's no reason to beat this to death. It just sounds like sour grapes, but you know, I, I enjoy Christmas day a lot. Um, at the same time, I don't want 364 days a year of prepping for Christmas. <laughs> I'm glad just, when the Christmas day comes, but like pump the brakes, guys. We don't need the music all the time. That's how I feel about this stuff. And today is Christmas day. It's to me, it is totally wholesome to be interested in what they say. Yeah. And to, and to get, but to get to the nitty gritty of what we're talking about here, um, I, for example, and I, you know, I, I listen to, uh, a lot of podcasts including a lot of podcasts where my friends talk about this stuff. This is a very fun time of year to, for example, listen to Upgrade with um, Jason Snell and Mike Hurley because they do their draft. And what so for folks who haven't heard it, that's where they go in. And um, I think they sort of prearrange, like to, where they work together maybe with Steven to derive this huge list of everything that could be announced, even if it definitely won't be announced. And they do a draft because it's Jason and Jason loves drafts. And they go around and they pick the things that they think are most likely to so the, the rules get more clarified and evolved every year, but it has to be mentioned on stage <clears throat> with a voice, like not on a slide. And that's fun because when you get this, so it's fun to hear what they predict, but it's also then fun to hear how they arrived at that. Now you're in your case, right? You're interested in hearing about this rumored 16 inch um, MacBook Pro, yeah. mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, this is where it gets interesting though, because now you go, well, wait a minute. That. Does that, you know, there's usually a second, as they say, October event right. for stuff like Max plus everything else. Right. Right. So, so uh, I didn't mean to make this entirely about upgrade. The, 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 point, the point that makes it interesting is you have to do this funny, you have to do this funny kind of calculus where you try to figure out, oh, you know, I think they're going to announce a Series 5 watch. You're like, okay, smarty pants, tell me where that goes in today's presentation that is definitely going to be about the iPhone. Right. Like, tell me what stuff makes it in or doesn't make it into this based on your desire to learn about the watch or, you know what I mean? Right. And so, like, so I hear you say that and I say, well, just because I'm drinking the Kool-Aid of my friend's programs. Well, I bet you the Mac is not going to get talked about a lot today. Right. 
And I'm interested in how I arrived at that. Well, I arrived at that because I'm doing this meta speculation <laughs> about like what this event is for. And then it's just, I don't know, it's like any kind of a strategy game. <laughs> it's fun. It's fun to puzzle out, to get inside the mind of this incredibly opaque, frustratingly opaque company to try and figure out what they've decided to put in the big show. Right. That's, that, is fun, that is fun to speculate about. And the reason I'm obsessed or interested in these question marks is just what feels like, so I've stopped following actively. I've stopped actively following the like, oh, here's the latest Chinese leak kind of stuff. Yeah. Like my friend Max Temkin, he never gets betas of iOS because he likes to get the beta on the new phone. That's part of the new experience for him. Oh. Uh, no, which I think is really sensible. I'm not like that. I break all my stuff with betas because I'm like that. But in this instance, uh, you know, I, I, I catch stuff like that because it obviously comes over the transom. But I'm not pouring over every nine to five Mac Chinese leak. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's like, who cares? But the question marks, Dan, the question marks, the people, oh God, this is endlessly fascinating once you really get into it. Because you start getting into these weird segmentation of market things and you think to yourself, okay, well, they got this oddly named phone that they put out last year that those of us who purchased really like, mostly. It's a really good phone. Mm -hmm. But like how many more people out there want to spend $1,000 on a phone? People like the small phones. They like the big phones. How do they decide on that? Is mostly putting a new camera on there going to be enough to attract people? Right or an extra camera, a 16th camera, whatever it is they're doing. But <clears throat> then you also start getting into, like, you, you just, you, you get inside Apple's head and you get inside your own head for myself because th then I find myself asking, well, you know, uh, whither goes iPhone, you know, wh where's iPad going to go after that? Right. And isn't it interesting that as somebody using the betas, there are so many uh, fairly highly touted features of iOS and macOS that seem to be dropping off for... Uh, 13, right? And then the 13.1 mm -hmm. developer beta comes out before iOS. There's so many question marks. I'm, I'm blathering on, but that's that's the nature of what makes this fun for me, is that like <clears throat> on a day like this, it is difficult for me not to see everything as being connected and meaningful. You know, what 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 to leave in, what to leave out. The stuff that, the stuff that makes it the stuff that doesn't. And so, uh, you know, when, when, when somebody like me is watching this, which I'll be doing in an hour and a half from now, and I'm going to be sitting there doing that thing that I do every time, being cynical on Twitter probably, mm -hmm. but also being like, wait a minute, another uh, like 15-minute AR demo with a game no one will be using six no, months no, from I, now? I dread that like, part what, of it. What is this? What? And then you're like, so what, what got dropped at the last minute that you could afford this long of somebody pointing, you know, an iPhone at a table? It's so weird. And then you get, so you get that. Now we're getting into also like, how do they not talk about Apple TV Plus at this? At this, they're one of, probably their most covered event. How do they not do the Big Bang? Yeah, they have Apple to. Apple TV Plus? They have to. It seems like. Um, but no. I would be, I would be very surprised if they do talk about a laptop or <clears throat> even an iPad. There's rumors about both. But typically, like you said earlier, in October is when they have those kinds of events. And right, so I don't right, have my right. hope ups for that, but, but hopes up for that. But I do think that like you're talking about, there's, there's things that, that they, they, they do where I think they want to get people, they think people are going to get excited and it's always has to do with a game 
And they'll bring out some game. I do think that they'll talk a little bit more about their mm-hmm. upcoming gaming it really service. Shows, it shows off the latest and greatest in the technology. But I'll tell and, you what's I'll tell you what's stupid, yeah. and I'll tell you what I think is is I would love to see Apple do more of. Is for example, let's talk for a second about Minecraft, which is probably the world's most popular game besides Fortnite right now, and has Minecraft just recently celebrated I think ten years of being out, and I've been playing Minecraft. For about 10 years, I started out with the very, very early alpha, not even the beta, but the alpha version of it. Wow. A friend of mine introduced me to it, uh, and uh, and and I, I fell in love with that game. And as my kids have gotten to be old enough, you know, they play it. So now we have a Minecraft realm, which is like a hosted Minecraft server. You don't have to do that yourself anymore. You pay for it, of course, but it's, mm-hmm. it's hosted by Microsoft who bought Minecraft. And my daughter plays, uh, joins on her, um, on her iPad. My son plays on his switch and I play on windows 10 because that's the only way that I can play it on a computer. And I like to play things on computers when, when I've been playing them for 10 years, the same way there has always been a Java version that you could play on every platform. But then when Microsoft bought them, they released it, and I told you about this a week or two ago, called yeah, Bedrock yeah, yeah. Edition. And I've been using Microsoft Windows, rebooting into Microsoft Windows, throwing you know 50 or 60 gig of my precious hard drive space just to run Windows just to play the stupid freaking game. Wouldn't <laughs> it be great for Apple to like, I know it's a pipe dream, but to like say, hey, Microsoft, release a bedrock version for the Mac so that the fans don't go crazy. And so that you can play with all the, see, that's the kind of uh, announcement that would be really good for gaming on the Mac or, you know, that kind of thing. They're not mm-hmm. going to announce that at this event for sure, but that's the kind of thing that like, I think a lot of people want. If you just Google Mac bedrock, Minecraft, there's thousands of posts out there of people begging, begging to have this done and like, I don't really want to see another AR demo of people running around a table. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, do I'm ne- I am even, never even if, going even to if do it's that. Minecraft, but especially right. if it's another racing game, <sighs> go back and watch the old keynotes. Where, what, I mean, where are those games today? Who cares? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's yeah. No, I, 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 I agree. And, but then there's also things like speculation about like, you know, well, you know, again, I'm just cribbing this from Upgrade, but like, uh, boy, uh, there sure seems to be a lot of uh, potentially interesting AR stuff. Mm-hmm. James Thompson always finds a way to take all the greatest technology and put it in his calculator app, and I love him so much for it. He seems to be the developer who most utilizes the stuff that doesn't really have a purpose yet, just for, just for fun. You can make bananas appear in the room with your calculator, but... AR glasses. Will we see AR glasses? Like, what would that? What would that be like? What are we going to see? Any you know moonshot stuff with this? Yeah. But you know, I mean, it's the iPhone event, right? So this is the September iPhone event, September tenth. Never forget. Um, and so you're like, well, okay. So what do they spend a lot of time talking about with a new phone? Because that then affects. They don't like to have these things run over like two hours. I think. Um, and so like, like what, what is that, what is that going to be? You know, it's just, it's just so interesting. And the reason the Apple TV thing to me is so interesting because, you know, no, Apple can certainly, we'll not, we'll never forget the, um, speaking of never forgetting, we'll never forget, um, the Steve Jobs keynote announcing the iPhone because, uh, there was so much about it that was amazing. It's, you know, one of the great keynotes, 
um, very memorable uh, for so many reasons, you know, calling Starbucks. Are you getting this? There's three, three separate things in this device. Mm-hmm. There's all of that. But one of the things that's easy to forget is like how wild it was that that was the day that was the day phones changed. After that, phones started looking different. Within right. a year or two, as has been widely documented by by the Apple fans who go, Meh. Uh, yeah. you, you know, you go you go, you go back and watch an old uh, TV show. Like we watch a lot of the old Mike Schur shows. We'll watch The Office. We'll watch Parks and Rec. What have you? They all have like Blackberries. They all have right. like Palmish Trioish devices. That after that year of the iPhone, things changed. Maybe one of the most remarkable things about that day, in retrospect, is how did they 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 practically pulled off a secret Apollo program? Title. <laughs> yeah, please capture that yeah, uh, secret Apollo program in the sense that when they put up that first image of that now now crazy looking first iPhone, mm-hmm. um, how did they manage that? How did they manage to use the what is it before it was AT and T? Uh, not Verizon, but whoever they had the exclusivity with. How were they able to like get the guts of a phone into that and test it with so little being detected by people that he was able to actually put up that image of the iPhone and people actually did go, wow. Yeah. And then they saw the touch interaction and we went, wow, and mm-hmm. so on and so forth. And oh my God, look, it's the New York Times on your phone. And I, th- I think it's easy to lose in the lights what an incredible uh, project that was. Um, as technology accelerates, it's easy to forget how amazing it is that they pulled that off in relative secrecy. There were little bits, little bits and bobs. So well, the reason I say all that is, boy, that was a good keynote. But also, I'm sure Apple still has it in them to be really, truly surprising. But I'm not as nakedly optimistic about their taste and decision making as I used to be, mm-hmm. which frustrates some people. And that's okay. That's how you know we're different. So like in the case of this Apple TV Plus thing, like I, I am morbidly fascinated. Yes, Joe Steele, now I'm talking about it. Um, I'm morbidly fascinated by this because I don't get it. I don't, I still, I, and we talked about this last week, but I still don't get it. What's it going to run on? What's it going to cost? What's it going to have besides the shows we've heard about? It's all so strange. So now, now I'm sitting here, I'm a grown man, I'm 52, and I'm doing a podcast talking about my speculation about Apple TV+. Plus. That's so weird, but I'm doing it because now I'm wondering, okay, well, they announced that they have acquired some catalog from somebody. Like, mm-hmm. are they buying somebody out? Would it be crazy? I mean, Netflix, obviously, I don't think they're going to announce they bought Netflix. That would have been a good buy a long time ago. But will they announce that they bought somebody out? Will, will, you know what I mean? Will there be some yeah. acquisition announcement? Yeah. Hollywood, as they say, tends to crave information and to be much leakier than uh, than the spaceship is. But it seems like you would have heard something about that. But I'm just so curious about it. And I, I in one of my text channels with my pals the other day, I was just like, I just, the math does not add up in my head. I don't understand the Apple TV plus math. Not least because... The Apple TV experience using the TV app is so bad and getting worse. It's so, it really, we made a joke a long time ago that when the Apple TV first came out, I think I said something like it was the equivalent of like, um, I don't know, basically (laughs) they put a coin slot on your TV. They made it easier to buy stuff from Apple is mostly what they did. Okay, then big evolution, big revolution. TV's going to be all about apps. Well, guess what? That turned out to really suck. It's still, it's still difficult to sign on to everything. We don't really sign on to everything. Best thing Apple did with Apple TV is let you use your phone as a remote. If we didn't have that, I don't know. I don't think anybody would be using it. 
But it's so goddamn frustrating. I use this. My family uses the Apple TV. And when we do the surprisingly capable Siri search for something, just to get to our own stuff, it keeps wanting to dump me back into buying something. Or it keeps, keeps, I don't know how it's deriving which app it thinks I should use to play something that's available in more than one place. But it's bad. It doesn't feel super configurable. And it makes, and so, so you could take that great technology of using Siri to find something, and then it falls on its face when it goes, do you want to watch this on Stars?" I'm like, no, I don't want to watch this on Stars. You know this is on Netflix. Like, you know this is someplace. But like, it's, it's inscrutable and opaque to try and understand how I'm supposed to use this as the equivalent of a TiVo or a cable box. So anyway, that's why I'm obsessing about that. I want to see if they talk about this today, and I think they must I'm interested to see what they focus on. Are you going to be able to watch this on your Windows 10 machine, do you think? Well, I, yes, you can watch it this year on on YouTube for the first time, but I won't be watching no, it no, on no, Windows. No, 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 Apple TV Plus. Will you be able to get that sublime streaming service with unique content, right. day and date? Will you be able to watch it on Windows 10 bucks? No, the only thing that you'll be able to watch it on will be your uh, your iOS device, Mm-hmm. Or your Apple TV, or probably it's going to require an Apple. You're telling me you think it's going to be an Apple app on an Apple device in order to watch this thing you're nominally paying for. I'll tell you why I think the answer to that is is yes. Apple mm-hmm. always or almost always, and I'm trying to remember a time when they didn't do this, mm-hmm. but traditionally when they roll out a service, you know their services are in support. Apple is a computer electronics company. They they became one when they launched the iPod. They reinforced this when they launched the iPhone. And as if those two weren't clear enough indications, they, they really reinforced this when they changed their name from Apple Computers to just Ooh. Apple. Hi. Yeah, Apple. Hi. Hey, buddy. And monk, uh, monk. that was just to emphasize my point. Yeah, and they, so they, <laughs> they, they're with you they're, They agree. And so, mm-hmm. but they are a consumer electronics company. They make great software. They make great hardware. They make computers too. And they, uh, they have now a ton of services, but at the end of the day, I think they're trying to boost that services. And they've, there have been a lot of articles talking about how Apple is trying to boost other sources of income because like you said before everybody has an iphone now and and it's Mm -hmm. getting harder and harder to convince i've got the iphone 10 not the 10s i've still got the 10 i i'm i'm on the fence about whether i'll upgrade this time or whether i might wait till the next time and that's a lot longer i used to do it every year or every time there would be a new phone i'm not so much on board with that anymore so how do you get someone like me to still give apple more money if right. I've got they, computers they, they've said and as much. They, they are highly touting, whether it's on their calls right. or at their events, they're highly touting this, what they're generally calling services. And it's very understandable. But if this is going to be part of their services revenue, are they going to charge an are, Apple-like cost for this? Right. I don't know. Like, I think they, yes. I think the answer is yes. And I have some theories about that. And the other thing is, and the other reason why, to answer your question about yeah, Windows, yeah, yeah. I'm going to say no to Windows because I think they will eventually expand, but they compete big time with Amazon and they compete big time with Google. And it's the same thing as back in the old days. Steve Jobs said, 
will be porting iTunes to Windows when hell freezes over. And when they finally did it, he said, hell has frozen over. Here's yeah, iTunes ice for water, Windows. Ice water in hell. <laughs> That's right. And yeah. I think I think we'll see something very similar here. It, it starts on Apple platforms. It's for Apple only. And maybe the answer is maybe there's enough money there for those services that they're okay leaving it on just Apple devices for a while. But eventually, will they allow it? I, I think they should. I think it would be a mm-hmm. smart thing for them to do, but I don't know. Um, I would love to return to this, uh, but would you perhaps tell me about a second thing that you like? I would love to tell you about Grammarly. Grammarly. Grammarly is a communication tool. It helps people improve their writing so that it is mistake-free, clear, and effective. And they encourage everybody, even the best students and the top professionals, to try Grammarly because it'll help you do your best work and accomplish more of your goals. It's basically, at its heart, it's a writing assistant that makes you look and sound smarter. Uh, you can improve your own communication, whether it's at work or at school or pretty much anywhere. And the way that they do this is by uh, checking things like uh, spelling and grammar. But a lot of us want more than just spelling and grammar. And that's where Grammarly Premium comes in. This has spelling, checking, and grammar too, but it has advanced punctuation, structure, style within context, uh, vocabulary suggestions, conciseness, and even readability for different occasions. So if you're writing a business proposal, it's going to give you different suggestions than if you're writing a casual blog post or an academic essay. And, uh, and so, yes, they have a free product that does the spelling and grammar, but when, you're, when you care more about what you're really writing, that's when you want to check out Grammarly Premium. And it's available everywhere you go. It's available in Chrome, Firefox, Safari, Edge. It's available for iOS, Android, Windows, and Mac. And, uh, and they've even got an app for all of those. It's wonderful. They've really thought this through. And it's consistent so that when you're using it on your phone, it's not like you're going to sound like a dummy on your phone and smart on your computer. It's in all the places that you go so that you can have a consistent writing style and, uh, and, and write better. So that's it. And you can check this out by going to Grammarly.com, G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y, Grammarly.com slash back to work. Going there first supports the show. Second, it gets you 20% off your Grammarly premium accounts. Last time, Grammarly.com slash back to work for 20% off Grammarly premium, which I recommend. Go check it out. And thanks to Grammarly for making this show possible. Thanks, Grammarly. Puck, puck. Oh, that one had some. Ooh. Oh, it had a little, little stink on it. Ooh. Yeah. Um, oh, I have some. Before we return to that, I did, yeah. and this is related. Mm-hmm. I have some follow up for the uh, the live TV streaming thing that I uh, started my little project. Oh yeah, bring it. So I had said on the last episode that I was going to try Hulu TV, and I got some wonderful feedback from a whole bunch of listeners who said. I've tried Hulu TV. It's fine. But if you want a better ex- user experience and and maybe a little bit more flexibility, you could try YouTube TV instead. Plus, mm-hmm. and this is what sold me on that, there's a three-week trial for uh, YouTube TV and a one-week trial for Hulu TV. I said, you know, I'll try the YouTube TV thing. I heard I heard good things. I, I, I had tried, as you know, I'm a Hulu man. I had tried PlayStation View and YouTube TV, YouTube TV didn't feel right for me, but I, I've heard in the time since then, a lot of people say that they really like it. 
Well, I just tried it out. I signed up for it at the end of last week in advance of the weekend football games, which was one of the big reasons that I wanted to try it. I wanted to see what, what is this like? And football seemed like a great way to test it. So what's here's here, the process is pretty straightforward. YouTube TV is, it has some limitations that Hulu doesn't have. I'll tell you what those are in a second. But the sign-up process is pretty easy. If you have a um, any kind of you know Google account, Gmail account, whatever, you can pretty much just click a button and, and get started with it, which was I thought was very nice. You get in there, and right away it shows you a long list of different networks and TV shows and things that you can basically add to your library. And when you add those things to your library, YouTube records them automatically. You can control this, but there's no limit on how many things you can record or space or anything like that. It's pretty much unlimited. And so, of course, I went in and said, well, record, of course, every Eagles game, record every UCF game, record, and you can customize these different things. I got a, a few other shows on there that, that I like to watch. So I just checked the little, you know, hit the little plus button and it adds those. Uh, but you also immediately have access to all of those things in the past too. The full past catalogs are already there. So it's not, you know, which of course, again, makes sense, but there it is. And you have the option to watch things live. So you're presented with what I will call a, a guide, a TV guide, if you will, that shows what's there and what's upcoming. You can watch it. You can mark it to record. But what's cool is if you watch something that has been pre-recorded, you can switch speeds, just like people listening to this podcast at two times or three times. You can do the same thing with the TV shows. I don't know if Hulu has that or not, but I thought that was pretty cool. You can you can switch it to like two times speed when the commentators are talking and then go back to regular speed uh, and, and replay it yourself as much as you want when you're watching live. It's very cool. It's very easy. All the features that you would expect to be there are there. Uh, and I really, I really like it. It was very, very clear. Uh, as far as like quality of it, it looked great on the TV. It looks good on the computer. And I like that you can create multiple accounts for your family too. So my wife has one and my kids can have one if they want. That's cool. And so, That's so cool. What like, she, like a Spotify-ish. Like, exactly. Yeah. And she can have her own, you know, recordings and lists and everything else. And I can have my own. If, if we watch the same program different times, you know, I'm not having to worry about where I pause versus where someone else paused. So we go through this every. So I, 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 I don't know. I know that YouTube, in particular, will if I stream, like I'll be. This is this is how broken I am, Dan. I'll be watching YouTube on <laughs> Apple TV while I'm trying to look something up to link to it on my iPad. Yeah, and frequently within seconds. And admittedly, logged into my premium YouTube account, my YouTube Red Premium. Uh, XS Max Gold account. <laughs> and when I, and, and, but the thing is, it'll like bonk. It'll, be, it takes about three seconds before it goes, eh, eh, eh. You're trying to do the thing, right? So that's understandable. But like, but like the HP, like, like, uh, you know, Sunday nights, uh, my lady will go read a little bit in, in bed before uh, watching Succession and going to sleep. I'll be watching that in the other room. We'll compare notes in the morning. Right. But sometimes we'll like, uh, we'll like turn our key and I'll be like, just, just be aware. Just be aware, I am about to also try to watch a succession, right. so I don't know if it will be mad at me, and if it will throw us both out and put us in Twitter jail for trying to use two streams. Right. So this one is set up for that. I think you, I think it's... Um, Do they have to be logged in? It seems like they would yes. need to be logged... Okay, so... They log in. That's the way it all works. Your, your daughter, they have their own... 
YouTube-ish accounts? I they have they have always had their own YouTube accounts logged in so that I can limit what they see and watch okay. and see their history. So I've always had them doing that. Do you have that. to lie about their age? Don't answer. I don't what? think so. I do. I always lie. I always lie. I don't remember. I don't know what it is. But anyway, I haven't said that. I just, I think this is, I, I wouldn't, I don't, I'm not trying to derail you, but I do think that is interesting. I think it's a black box that people don't talk about because it suggests illegality. Yeah. And I, I do think it's interesting how people choose to deal with that. Like yeah. I had recently, I want to, what was I setting my kid up with on, um, oh yeah, I finally got my kid her own Amazon account because I was tired of her, you know, looking at stuff on mine. And so, but I had to choose, is this an adult? For your family, is this an adult? Is this a teen or is this a child? So anyway, uh, it's complicated. So you did that. How did the sports football test go? It went great. Uh, everything really, yes, everything was was perfect. Um, the best quality games that I've ever watched are when I watch them over my high definition antenna. They look best there because there's no compression of any kind ever. So they look really, really good there. Uh, they generally don't look very good on cable TV, even the high def because of the compression that it uses. Uh, on this, mm -hmm. I would say it looked pretty close. I'm not one of hmm. those people who John Syracuse is the TV. I don't mm -hmm. do that kind of stuff. I don't, <laughs> I don't have time. Is that a verb? <laughs> it is. I don't have time in my life to you care don't, you about don't those. You your TV? <laughs> I, I don't. Uh, but <laughs> but uh, it, I, I would say from my standpoint, it looked great. And that's, yeah. that's all that counts. What's and, the best, like uh, all, given any option, what provides the best? Like, for example, I've started hooking up a hard drive with my uh, legally ripped media on it to, mm -hmm. to the TV. Even 1080p looks so much better. Even mm -hmm. 720p, it all looks so much better not being streamed. Yeah. I'm curious, like if you had all the pipe in the world. Mm, I don't know. You had all the pipe in the world. <laughs> what is the best uncompressed, nothing ever looks weird and blocky? Is it bro like broadcast? Like what's what's the... What I think, is, what I is think it pure, is broadcast, yeah. yeah. A good, like honest, broad, like serious broadcast connection, not some janky ass, you know, uh, cable thing. That's, that's so interesting. I would have guessed cable's the best, but I'd be wrong. I think I think it might be. I don't know. I don't know. Leave that get, to I the, bet you get artifacts and pixelation and you get you I didn't know, see any stuttering. of that on YouTube TV. I will say really? that. None of it. Huh. None. Right. None. 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 So that was good. But there are some things that that you're limited with with YouTube TV. And I'm not totally sure why, but here's here and, and I'm pretty sure this is absolutely not the case with the Hulu TV. But here are some limits. One, it doesn't work in Safari. Not a big deal if you're a Chrome or a Firefox user. I use Firefox a lot. Oh, I use right. Safari the rest of the time. Uh, it's, it's, it's not that it works only in Chrome. It's that it only doesn't work in Safari because yes. of H.265 or whatever. I don't know. If you go to tv.youtube.com in Safari, uh, it'll say, please use Google Chrome or Firefox to watch YouTube <laughs> TV on your computer. Learn more. And you click to learn more. And I'll put this into the show notes in case people care about such things. But it talks mm -hmm. about what you can do and what the requirements are. Um, but uh, there, there is a different app for YouTube TV for iOS and Apple TV. It is not the YouTube app that you might have already on your Apple TV. It is a separate app called YouTube TV. You mm -hmm. have to get that mm -hmm. and download that and install that. And there are 
so the things that it, it does not work on fire TV at all, there is no fire mm-hmm. TV app for it. There is no okay. way to watch it on a fire TV at all. And, um, and so that's something that does might, your, does your, you have an LG, right? Um, sure. No, it's a Sony. A Sony. Sorry, uh, do, they, Sony. do they have, do they have a YouTube TV app for that? They do not yet. So here okay. is what it is available for. And I'll make this quick, but basically if you have a Chromecast, uh, you can, you can do it w- with that. Any TV that has Chromecast built in, like anything that runs Android TV. And I think this. my Sony does run Android TV. If you have AirPlay for Apple TVs, you can do that. And Google smart displays have it. Um, but um, all Vizio Smartcast TVs have it. Samsung and LG Smart TVs have it. Hisense TVs, the new fourth generation and 4K Apple TV, mm-hmm. Xbox, Xbox and One, almost all the Roku's. Mini Roku. Wow, there. Look at all of those Roku's. I think oh, you're looking at the you list. Watch YouTube yeah. TV on your TV. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be damned. That's and, so uh, interesting. So I passed the football test. Passed the football test. So far, so good. And I think I'll probably continue with it. I don't have a compelling reason to to try Hulu TV at this point. Um, this is just, it, it was really nice. So that's my review of that. I'm so, will you, will you keep, I mean, I'm, I'm not funning you here. Will you keep checking back on this? Because I am, I'm genuinely intrigued to hear how this goes. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't remember why. I have such a strange relationship with these apps and services. And, you know, w- w- one theme that keeps coming up for me, maybe because I'm a diva, is that there are things I love about all these services and things I really don't like about the hardware and the software in some cases. Um, so, like, I really, like I said before, I really like the Hulu service. I think the app is very, very frustrating. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you this. Do you, do you use the YouTube app? On iOS devices, I despise the app. Yeah, I, I, I do too. It's and the I worst keep, app I, I keep I've going ever used. Back and reinstalling it because I, I would do the like same to. Thing. I know. Well, the, here's the thing, I, Dan. I really watch a lot of YouTube. Mm-hmm. It is kind of my go-to nighttime thing is to watch music. Uh, not I say music videos to watch videos about music on YouTube. It's something I do a lot, a lot, a lot. Like that drummer guy that you showed me, that awesome dude. Purdy, Bernard Purdy. Uh, yeah, Purdy, that's <laughs> you him. You don't hire the best. Oh, he's yeah, awesome. Yeah, the Purdy Shuffle. Um, yeah, yeah, stuff like that. I mean, I, I really I really enjoy stuff like that. Uh, you go into my history and you're going to see a lot of lock picking videos, pocket knife videos, <laughs> and videos about how music gets made. Um, I mean, you know, I'll just sit down and watch Exit Stage Left. That's just the thing I'll do. <laughs> Maybe I'll watch it two nights in a row. Um, but so like, just to clarify, I do use the YouTube.com service a lot. And I, you know, I know it's a garbage fire. I don't run into that because I'm real picky about all kinds of stuff about how I use these apps, um, including that I'll, I'll downvote stuff, I'll remove stuff. And also I just, I don't watch a lot of political stuff on there. There's stuff, let me put it this way. There's stuff I will, there's links I will not open on YouTube out of fear. Oh, it will pollute your... It'll blow up my spot. It'll <laughs> it was, salt my yeah. recommendation game. <laughs> I'm like, no Nazi videos are allowed here. Even ironic Nazi videos, if there is such a thing, will not be allowed. Vic Berger is the most extreme thing I watch. Um, but yes, I keep going back and forth because I would love... Okay, let's be honest. I've been watching a lot of Parliament the last week. Parliament TV. I've been watching so much of Parliament. Since when do you is... care about the UK at all? Mm. Um, 
but I, there are times where I would love that ability to have like whatever it's called PIP to like basically, you know, so like if I'm listening to a concert, if I'm listening to Lizzo's tiny desk concert and right, tiny desk, right, right. And you want to switch to a different app for a which, second, by the way, I will put in notes because everybody should stop what they're doing right now and go watch that or whatever. Like I'll have, I would like to be able to walk around and do the dishes while listening to that. But, and there's tricks to get away with this, but like if you go to something that's not Safari running YouTube, it shuts off. Now, the trick is, if, if the weather is right, you can go to the control center and hit play. Since it's already such a garbage fire, what decides to play in control center? And sometimes that <laughs> will then let it stream with the screen off. Right. I, I have another way to do it, I should, I should put the too. YouTube app back on so that I can just do this like a person. And each time I forget what it is I hate about the YouTube app, I put it on and then I instantly remember what I hate about the YouTube app. I'm going to do it today. I'm going to do it today. I'll do it while I'm watching the keynote. I'll put it on. So in order to get that picture in picture or playing while, while you're not, um, while the YouTube app is not in the foreground, you don't just need the app. You also need YouTube premium. I just want to mention that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got that. I can't imagine not having that. Oh my God. Oh, I don't even know what I don't see. I'm so privileged, Dan. I can't imagine watching the amount of YouTube I watch and getting... Oh my goodness. So you, you get like pre-roll ads and stuff like that? Yeah, you get all that crap, but it won't, it won't let you get that one. That's sort of their golden feature. The way that yeah, I've sure. found you can kind of get around that is to use a browser that's not Safari. So you can use Chrome. I think Chrome oh, works. That, that, that cool, what's Brave, the one Firefox for iOS? Brave. And there's also a Firefox. Um, so you try using one of those. Switch okay. from the mobile to the desktop version. Um, start your video, switch away from the app. Yep. Then and go to control center, control center and hit that's play. That's what I was saying. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. That, that's, that's, that that's the 50, 50 Dan, I'm reporting live from the show floor. So <laughs> I will have the opportunity to reinstall the YouTube app today and I can be ornery about it. Um, when we visit next week, you okay. also must needs return and give us more reports on, uh, operation football and how that's going. I, I will. I'm very I, interested to hear when you run up against stuff like, Will you get weird blackouts? Will you get, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's, that's what drove me crazy with like even paying for the NBA or MLB app. It's like, you just get these, I don't understand how they come up with these blackout rules. It just seems so strange to me. Mm -hmm. But I think very importantly, before I return to the show floor, I want to get a water and wash my hands. Uh, and then I'll return to the show floor. Is there yeah. a third thing? There is, there is. It's uh, it's oh. a company that, uh, that is most beloved is like by a startup or. What it's a brand it? new company, brand okay. right. new company. What is, what is the company in the offering? It's, it's called Squarespace. Squarespace. Okay. What do they do? They help you turn your cool idea into a new website. I'm just talking about Squarespace. It's great stuff. Oh, what so can't good. you do with Squarespace? You can pretty you much do not, You can't anything. not do nothing. It's all do, doing things. All doable. The, aren't a lot of your websites powered by Squarespace? Yes. Yes, I have occasion to use, I used Squarespace yesterday to post the latest episode of Roderick on the line. And while I was there, um, I mean, no, this is a real world example. The file is hosted there. I don't know if they gave me some special accommodation, but I have no problem at all hosting the audio there. But the really important part, audio, I mean, those files can go anywhere. What I don't want to do is spend a lot of time thinking about typing stuff mm -hmm. and they make it so easy to go in. I upload the show art. I, um, so I, as you know, I like to write stuff in uh, Markdown here in whatever the latest flavor of NBA alt is. 
And, uh, and sometimes what I'll do is I'll just uh, I'll hit the preview, go to marked, copy out the HTML, paste that into there. But then like whilst I was posting that yesterday, I also remembered that in order not to screw up FeedBurner, I try to keep, I get, you got to really watch FeedBurner. <laughs> I don't think it's so maintained anymore. No shade, no lemonade. But I try to minimize the number of things in the Roderick on the Line feed to keep it from barfing. Mm-hmm. And so I will, every 10 or 20 episodes, I'll go in and manually increase the number of items in the feed. And I did that yesterday. I did it right on the web page. I, I clicked from the content thing to the page thing. And then I clicked on the side rail thing. And I got to see all the beautiful stuff that goes into my XML file. And all I did was change the number to like 360 or whatever. And mm-hmm. I was done. Donezo. That easy. Squarespace. Boom. All the great sites. You got to get Squarespace. Damn, why do people not have Squarespace? Are they just not hearing us? Is it banner blindness? What's happening? Banner unsightedness? I don't know why. I don't know why they don't have it. If they don't have it, have it. Just have it. Just have it. Make it your own. They're they're encouraging people to. Where where do they go for this, Dan? Squarespace.com slash it's it's your show. And if you go to squarespace.com slash yeah, it's all one word. Okay, Okay. all one word. Squarespace.com. Okay, and you'll get a. (laughs) Just keep banging on the keyboard till you got a website. Get Squarespace. We're tired of saying this. Get it. If you take a hundred chimpanzees, okay, and have them all typing twenty four <laughs> hours a day for that, is there like a store for fit? It's well, let's say it's uh, it's you know, I think uh, you can get it with one of those uh, favor services. We'll do this for you. They'll get the chimpanzees. You, you can see like it's a gig economy. They'll just bring a hundred chimps to my now, house. If you, I don't want them in the will house. Will they be diapered, Dan? Will they be diapered, or is that a thing I need to maintain? This is the kind of thing I don't want to know as you know, at a higher level See, this, position this would be a great, in the company. This would be a great Squarespace site. You get, you get a hundred monkeys and they make your Squarespace site. You don't think that today- You don't need one monkey. You don't when, even need one monkey. You're the monkey. When Tim Cook gets on stage today, mm-hmm. he's not going to look out and say, you know, yeah, I, the lighting up there, I'm really glad they went with the wattage bulbs that they went with. He's not oh. thinking about that. He's you above think he's that. Got grip, you think he's got grip gloves? He's at a higher level. I don't need Only to know- Only for reasons of human love. Where the chimpanzees came from. No chimp, no, not my circus, not my chimps. Or if they have he diapers. Tim, he doesn't need to diaper the chimp. That's why you get Squarespace. They'll diaper your chimp. They'll diaper your chimp. And anyway- They'll diaper the chimp that you don't need. Blah, but blah, blah, blah. My, my point about the <laughs> chimps was- Yes, yes. If you took all those chimps and let them go 24-7 for long enough- Yeah. Even they couldn't make a website that you could make with Squarespace in like 10 minutes. It was the blurst of times. <laughs> Squarespace.com slash it's your show. One word. The offer code, one word, it's your show. You'll save 10% <laughs> off your first purchase of a website or a domain. Get to Squarespace. What even is wrong with you? Ugh. You see, he's, if you, you go out today, right? You go buy yourself an era. Oh, so thanks, Squarespace, Dan Benjamin. You go out and you buy yourself an era. You get set up. Now you got Wi-Fi all over the house. Now you're a terrible writer, so get Grammarly. And now you're writing. Blog post, not a problem, right? And then you get a big diaper chimp to come in or not, and depending on what's available. And if you support the gig economy, is that a problem? I don't know. I'm not Tim Cook. I don't own grip gloves. Eventually, grip, grip the gloves. diaper comes off the chimp and they don't need oh, it anymore. Oh, they, they, they nasty. <laughs> get that diaper off your brother. How do you teach? I mean, oh. is teaching a, a chimp toilet etiquette the same as train yeah i mean maybe the the question isn't how do we teach but how do they learn Mm. Mm. you know what i'm saying you can you could you can you can potty train your cat i saw it on real people yeah you can you can do it but guess what now that toilet is not something you're going to use anymore you need to move that's your cat's house now (laughs) that's where your cat goes to the bathroom 
But you know, let's be honest. Here's the thing. Here's the thing about an animal in a diaper. Oh, it is really super cute until you really think about it. Like a duck, a duck in a diaper is pretty cute. But think about why you need that diaper. Oh, that's right. Now you're cleaning poop out of a diaper for a duck. You mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. My point is, you know, uh, they're encouraging people to do it. So I went. I went into uh, the gym, my son's gym, on Saturday last week. Like a little and gym. It's it's a regular gym, but they have a <laughs> trainer that that um that can also like a little work person. with. Yeah, and uh, and so the owners of the gym, very nice uh, people. They one of their they usually have their dog kind of back behind the, the counter, and that this time they had a different dog, which I know to be their older older dog, and the older dog. For a long time, I found out that it has to sit, it has to sit upright in a special dog chair because it has some kind of problem with its esophagus. <gasps> uh, to, to, to eat? Yes. I've heard about this and I've seen photos of this. You've got to get a special dog box because it has canine posture problems I've, I, or, or, or glottis. It's got something. Uh, yeah. I've seen photos of this. Yeah, it's upsetting and adorable. Yeah, it's it's upsetting and adorable. You made me when you were talking about thinking about oh, what you need the diaper for diapers, because it yeah. then last weekend it had a diaper on, <laughs> and it wasn't just a diaper. My like niece's, my niece's dog wears a diaper. Well, it was always tinkling a little bit. Well, I I came in. I said, Patty, it, it appears that your dog is wearing a diaper now, and she says, Yeah. <laughs> She's wearing yeah. a diaper and I, I said, yeah. I, but it wasn't like, you're probably imagining like a white chimp diaper on it, but it was not. It mm-hmm. was a cloth looking diaper that had like oh, little- it's more, it's more like a dog panty. Like dog bones and things dog, styled dog panties, on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, oh, that's uh, sweet. Okay. And, and I said, uh, she says, yeah. I said, well, is that what's going on? She said, oh, well, she has, she has cancer. Oh God. Oh no. And apparently the doctor, vet doctor had said that the dog was like, could die at any moment. And I don't know why Dan, that. Why are you closing out the episode? Like this but, is horrible. No, li- listen to me. I'm okay. going somewhere with this. All right. Okay. It could die at any moment. And <sighs> I, and I said, oh really? And said, well, it's, you know, she's 15 years old anyway, but you know, whatever. So I said, all right, that's too bad. Mm-hmm. And then that was two weeks ago. Last weekend, when we went back, the dog was back there, no diaper. Instead of sort of lethargic in, you know, in its little bed, it's up, it's running around, people are petting it. And uh, and my son said, he said, well, I found out what's going on with the, the dog. I said, what's going on? He said, they took the dog and the dog spent some time with some puppies okay. and it had a miraculous recovery doesn't mean it doesn't still have cancer, but it no longer oh. needs the diaper. It's no longer on death's door. It's like door. visiting like a doggy version of Lord's. Like it, it, so it might have less dog cancer, but it doesn't need the dog diaper. But the puppies re- revived its spirit, and now it's yeah. like uh, happy again. Huh. Yeah. I'm going to have to really think on this, Dan. You've <laughs> given me much to think about. The dog. <laughs> <laughs> please, please make this, please yes. make this show art. Yes, it is. Uh, so, does that dog look? <laughs> it's got its little paws on the table. Look at that face. That's so sweet. It's, What's the rope for? <laughs> I don't know. This is very, very upsetting. So you put the dog in a vest and the vest in a box. You've got a homemade dog digestion box. You think it's got a diaper on inside that box? Yes. 
That's, I, that's the whole Schrodinger problem. That I think is so. the dog diaper. And, and w- w- would it even matter? Dan, um, what I did was I searched for dog eating chair digestion <laughs> on Google <laughs> Images. And I, I, there's probably a better search, but try dog eating chair digestion. And you'll find some very, very sweet doggos <laughs> in little, <laughs> forced into tiny chairs. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Look at this chow. Oh, my God. Oh, this is amazing. I'm going to show this to everybody on the show floor. These yeah. are terrific. Yeah, go take that Why with you. Honor. Look at this good boy. Oh, I love a Weimaraner. <sighs> Dan, I have a dog problem. Okay, final anecdote. Can I do one last anecdote? <laughs> yes. I have a dog problem. My daughter's got a dog problem. My wife has a dog problem. Let's be honest. I can feel it. You're getting we're one? Doing, we're, well, we're doing circles around dog ownership. I can uh, feel it. Uh, I hate it. But there's this one. Well, there's several. Let's be honest. There's several dogs. Because I, I watch the neighborhood dogs. I look out my window. I got a standing desk. I look out the window. My daughter, my daughter's uh, get, about to get ready for school. I'm about to get ready for you. I'm on my laptop computer. I'm looking outside. We're, we're listening to Bim Bam because she's a cool baby. And uh, and I I stand erect. <laughs> I go over to the window. I stand <laughs> erect and I point like Donald Sutherland. This this happened. This you ask my wife. This happened this morning. I stand erect at the window, pointing. Like, woo like Donald Sutherland, Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And I say to my daughter, Samoid, Samoid, Samoid. Because there's this one super puffy, sweet Samoid that walks by. And it's, you know, one of those big puffy, like, uh, look, 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 look up S-A-M-O-Y-E-D. And uh, it's perfect, but has a very quick gait. And the, uh, the, uh, the uh, dog companion walks fast too. So when I yell Samoyed, she needs to move oh, yeah. fast because right. the dog's going to be getting by real fast. Now she's being a little lazy. She doesn't want to get completely out of bed, out of our bed that she's sitting in. So she kind of gets over to the side and puts her hands down on the ground like a like unto a dog to tr- try and look at an angle out the window. And she's like, oh, and I go, look at it. It's so precious. It's going to make a toodle. Ah! And the dog <laughs> companion's face snaps the head snaps the man turns to me i forgot the window is wide open uh, <laughs> and he's great. seen this donald southern looking mother standing and pointing at his dog going samoid 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 uh, cut that out cut that yeah. out bleep me bleep me yeah bleep me I look will. at these sweet dogs they get their own little chair and they got the hands on the desk it's so sweet <laughs> sorry i cussed Sorry, sorry I didn't record the first seven minutes. Sorry. Right. I'm just sorry about everything, Dan. I'm That's just sorry. Okay. Look, I gotta I gotta wash my hands and get a water and uh and mixture eight, and then I'm gonna hit hit the show floor. All right. So I'll be I'll be out there in the audience. Um I'll be the white guy uh typing on the uh, MacBook. Okay, we'll look for you. Okay, thanks. Thanks everybody for for tuning in. Thanks to all, all of our sponsors, and thanks to these sweet, sweet doggos that have to be in a box to eat. Oh <laughs> Samoid. <laughs> All right, you let's know, my, this up. Well, before we do, my friends had uh, those Samoids. Is, did I say it right? Because I used to I say know. it was one of those, like an internet word. You know what I mean? It's like an internet word. It's one of those words you've read a thousand times, but you've never actually said out loud. And I used to say Samoyed, and then I was corrected. Am I, am I, do I say Samoid? Is that right? I don't know. I never heard him say that, but he calls it a Sammy now. And he's, no, that's, that's not, I'm not going to do that. He's the type of person who that's, will- That's like saying venti. I'm not, I'm not going to do that. Yeah, he will, he will you, try any excuse to use some kind of little nickname for something. So I don't know. Oh, my late mother-in-law was like that. Now, when she did it, it was sweet. Yeah. But yeah, if you call it Brecky, she's allowed, she is literally the only, my late, my late mother-in-law, literally the only person who's allowed to call first meal Brecky. 
Mm-hmm. Nobody else. Nobody else. Mm. I miss her. All right, let's button this up. All right. I love you. Love you too. <clears throat> I love it, dog, with a big head. <laughs>